All right, this is Randalicious, and welcome to the 78th Hexus Podcast. In this podcast, we'll be discussing the Gillinor Gazette for April, including updates to the high scores, RuneFest being canceled, uh, future achievement diaries, the 1v1 PvP tournament uh, that they had last weekend, and more. So this, this podcast and all future podcasts are available on all of the you know normal YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so on. Uh, if you guys are watching this video on YouTube, all the links, um, the link for this document and um, for all the other links will be in the video description. Uh, we open up our Discord to the public. Uh, that link will also be in there and uh, put it in the chat as well. But let's get to it. Randalicious, and I'm the leader of Hexus. I'm Dan Gleesack, and I'm a general in Hexus. Come on, Abra. <laughs> Wait, what about Arp? Oh, hi, I'm Abra. People are being skipped. Nuh-uh, you're third in the order of introductions. <laughs> Am I on the wrong dock? <laughs> There's no way. It, it, no way. Dude. Jeez. Oops. No, you, I'm not. Yeah, you're... Well, I'm let me think. Well, then you see you're after Dan, then, right? After Arp. No! You got the... <laughs> what the fuck? Alright. Continue. Continue. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm looking in the questions. That's why. Oh my god. <laughs> that might be... 78 podcasts and that might be a first. He's been on the most, too, I feel. Uh, no, you. you're right. You're right. Alright. Arp. Continue. Arp salvage okay. it. Arp, Arp salvage the introductions for us. I am Arptastic. I'm the leader of TOTUS. I'm a sergeant in Hexis and I'm a soul rune aficionado. Hey guys, uh, Jay Fry here, and I just finished up some ramen noodles. And I am Sebei Bay, <clears throat> aka Sebei, same thing, but I'm a clue Andy. I like, I love clues. Hey, baby. Hey, little clues, uh, you mind telling, uh, so it's your first time on the podcast, uh, care to give the people a little bit more information about yourself? Yeah, Tell us about so... your RuneScape experience. Maxed Iron Man, maxed, uh, just last December. Um... Basically, kind of a completionist in a way. Uh, I go for things I'm really motivated for. So right now, I want to... My overarching goal is just to complete the POH treasure trail chests as an Iron Man. And right now, I'm going for rank 1 elites. And that's just a byproduct of trying to complete it. So, And yeah, I stream as well. So I, I think those shoutouts are later, though. So yeah, that's pretty much a little introduction to me. How many uh, clues have you done? Uh, I think 5,600 overall, and I'm nearing 800 elites. What rank is that? Rank 3 right now for irons, and I'm like a week away from getting rank 1, as long as rank 1 doesn't go hard. Big. Alright, well, good stuff. Thanks for being on guest here. So, move into our first topic, and that's the uh, Gillinor Gazette, April 2020. So one of the things that they highlighted on here was the high scores to where the load, uh, the load time of the high score system has been drastically improved. To do this, they had to increase the minimum requirements to get onto a boss high score table. Um, and you know, I've noticed that on my page. You know, there's a lot that have been, you know, like things that have like one kill or two kills have been removed. But have you guys noticed a increase in the quality of the high scores with this uh, change that they've made? Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I, I want to say like months leading up to the beginning of April, so like February, March, it was like almost days or even weeks at some point were able to get like even update their high scores. And since the uh, the uh, requirement has been uh, the minimum requirement has been raised to actually get on the boss fight list, I'd say it's been definitely improved. Uh, there's only there's there's still a couple hitches every every once in a while I would like go through a day or so where stuff doesn't want to load but i mean I, there's definitely been drastic improvement i think yeah i've i've also noticed that uh like when i've been trying to like my high scores page have have been updating as well whereas before you could go you know several several days in a row without um you know having your high scores get updated so i've noticed uh increase in quality with that which has been good yeah, same here. Um, I kind of got used to expecting the high scores not to update, sadly. So I guess it's a nice feeling now that it's back. It's almost like we got something new when in reality we just got something that is actually working. Um, it still has sometimes where it's not updating, but overall it's gotten a lot better than what it used to. It'll be interesting to see what um people do about like fake records because there were quite a few fake records that came up i think um like Call, the one i remember diglett got rank one mining day <laughs> wow. after not being updated like three times on logout so i don't know if like things things like that will i mean it's gonna be so difficult to tell which ones were fake though so i don't know if that will really ever be fixed now the, like the damage has been done but yeah, I mean, for me too, it's it's mostly fixed. There is the odd occasion it won't load, but more often than not, it does. Uh, I think, I, I mean, like, this is a little bit of a personal rant, but because I use, because um, I lead TOTUS and I've got the TOTUS spreadsheet, some of the high scores are automatically imported, especially boss high scores. And now that they've added minimum thresholds, it's kind of messed up a few things for me, like, uh, we can't tell who's killed Zuck one time because there's like a minimum of two for some reason. Whereas I think one would be low enough for that, but I don't know if there are any intentions to tweak the minimum thresholds for boss high scores. Yeah, it's nice and that it's actually working generally, but not that it's really as relevant for me now, but generally I update it as often as I can, so it's nice to actually work. But it'd be so nice if this wasn't actually kind of required to make it work as it was before. The whole boss high scores being implemented is what ruined it in the first place, but at least it's working better. But hopefully they can fix it in the future so that they can revert this minimum requirement. And I'm sure uh, some records could certainly be found out which ones are for sure fake and whatnot and be manually removed from those sites but yeah unfortunate about your totus sheet feels bad man right. <laughs> yeah the high i don't know like they they were pretty bad but i think like they've improved but like they're still on the occasion like uh, arp said it still just doesn't load luckily i'm an iron man and so any iron man loads instantly like Really? I don't know what it is. It's the main high scores that just don't work. And if you try to load an Iron Man on main high scores, it doesn't work either. But irons are completely clean. 
Does that also does that also work with like trying to update yourself uh like on Temple or Crystal Math Labs? Like that works. I'm fine? not sure about that. I haven't updated I myself so, in like three it months. Just pulls from the high scores. Mm. That's and interesting. It actually loads the request it should update. I but wonder I wonder I if that's sad. because there's a lot less Iron Men than there are like main accounts. Yeah, that has to that, be it. and also just it's a subset, yeah. But also the minimum boss requirements kind of annoying. I used to have a KC on every boss, now it looks like I skimping. Okay. Not a fan. Maybe you are skimping. Apparently <laughs> I am. I know Tyron was saying something about the reason it doesn't work is because the infrastructure they use for their high scores is so outdated and it just wasn't designed to display that many different high scores. Why why they couldn't test that before actually putting the boss high scores in, I don't know. But yeah, like Abra said, hopefully they find a way to update that in the future. But with the web team so stretched, I can't imagine that happening anytime soon. Let them know. Do you know how many people are on the web team uh, by chance? No, but it's a very small team and it's shared between old school and RS3. They've got a massive backlog of things they have to do, so it takes ages to get anything done. You'd think they'd maybe expand it. Like, our team is growing. Maybe they could invest more into the web team that is getting all these requests that they can't fulfill. Like, they they could just use an intern and they could uh, handle it pretty quickly, I'd imagine. Yeah, also, in terms of like the actual language that you would be using, I'm sure it's more of a common language rather than an in-house <laughs> language yeah yeah so where they wouldn't even have to teach them they would just have to say i want this can you do this yes or, or like, even like i don't i don't know what the uh, the difficulties of not that i'm of, saying it's easy because i'm not that knowledgeable but i mean i want i wonder like the how complicated it would be to be able to just kind of completely overhaul it like start new yeah like Ash overhauled the bank entirely when he was doing bank tabs, and he's done that for other things like construction. Although, again, these these are different specialties, but yeah, different teams as well. But... I, I'm sure it would not be a poor investment to redo. <laughs> yeah, it would. It I would. Go, I don't think anyone would complain at this though. rate. <laughs> yeah. At... No, no one's gonna. And now's a good time as well with you know kind of the downtime uh, yeah. that they have. Be a good good opportunity for them to take care of that. All right. Um. So they announced that RuneFest um for 2020 has been canceled. Um. Kind of with that. Uh, have you guys ever gone RuneFest? Would you ever like to go? Were you planning on going? What do you think about them already canceling RuneFest? Um. Uh, based on when they have it, it would have been a, approximately like five uh, months from now. Yeah, because of all the planning that goes into it, I, I can understand this. Like. You would think maybe if things get better, they could kind of pull it back in. But again, like dealing with contracts, the business end and everything else, I, I understand. But uh, I haven't been. I I haven't left the country. It's only been in England, so that makes sense. I would love to at some point. But again, unless I'm meeting up with a lot of people over there, I don't know if it'd be that worth it. But uh, if it was ever over here in the states like they've they've talked about it a little bit then i could definitely justify it a heck of a lot more like if they did in like somewhere in the northeast or something it'd be on the like east coast boston. certainly i'd imagine yeah i think it'd be somewhere around boston they said one time well i i, I saw that since they're not having it this year uh i i thought i saw a tweet that ash was engaging in where they were discussing like since the budget 
um since the budget for that you know is kind of you know gone already they, like, yeah that they could like what if they just use that next year for uh oh, un- a united be. states one that would that'd be, be nice that'd be a good idea yeah, uh but i'm sure they're still gonna do something obviously like do it remotely like how they do the q a's right now well kind of whatever you want to call them mod guests I'm, I'm god, sure god bless sween wearing the vikings hat on the last one oh, i haven't been keeping up with <laughs> uh i've never gone to RuneFest. Uh, i think it would be fun to go um but I, I don't see myself uh, going. I I'm surprised that they've already canceled it. I mean, I know that there's a lot of planning that goes into it, but I feel like with it still being like more than five months out, that's pretty, you know, that's a pretty aggressive cancellation to it. But I do understand that they did cancel. They were going to have us um, I, and I was invited to go to London uh, or I guess Cambridge um, for like to discuss the clan system stuff. Which uh, would have been taking place uh, a couple days ago, so you know, wish I was there and not here. But yep. yeah, <laughs> um, with that though, we ended up, um, you know, kind of pushed back as like all content is, I'd imagine now. But I'd like to go someday, but I don't really see that it'll see a chance that I'll ever make the trip. Especially since you know, this like me, what it would have been like last week that I would have gone. Um, I know not Rune Fest, but like to the headquarters, that was the most realistic opportunity that I I believe I ever would have had, and seems like that's gone. Too bad. I've never gone to Rune Fest. Well, I would love to go. Um, <clears throat> obviously, it's expensive to just go there if you're um, American, but uh, yeah, uh, I guess. Maybe one year I'll go. If it's in the United States, I I think that would be a more like viable option for me. So that'd be kind of cool if they did that next year. But yeah, I would love to go one one year. Uh, I've never gone, nor do I ever plan to go or want to go. Uh, I guess the reason behind that is it's weird to say because I have like over ten thousand EHP in this game. By the way, I just got that like a couple days ago. Congrats. Um, thank you but um i guess i'm not that invested in runescape it sounds weird to say but i'd much rather like <laughs> hold on, hold on. Say, say that again I, say that again say that again what was that <laughs> i dang lisak am not that invested in old school runescape 2020. <laughs> um it's just i as soon as i find a way to do the certain skill i just kind of stick with that method and that's about it i'm not really too keen on upgrading certain skills or certain things in the game i don't know so it's kind of just habits yeah once i learn it i just do it over and over again yeah um i have been twice i went last year and the year before am i the only uk person on on the podcast yeah. Okay, well it kind of makes sense that maybe I was the only one who's gone then. Um yeah. but yeah, I've been been twice. Um I am upset that it got cancelled, but obviously understand why. Um if the next one uh, next year is gonna be accessible for me, I will I will go to it. I plan to go pretty much just to all of them from now on. Um I think um that 
the, I did see Modash say, I know someone mentioned it, but now that they've got budget for both, that their plan is just to have something bigger and better than what they would normally have. I don't mm. know if their intention is to actually spend two lots of budget on the same uh, on the same Rune Fest. I don't know how that would work, literally doubling it, but bring it to America. What they do. Or they could just bring more people on the team with that money. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, if it was in America, budget. I wouldn't go. <laughs> but if it's if there is going to be one in England again, I will go to that. And I know Dan, you were saying like you know you're not that invested in osrs but i think for a lot of people going to runefest isn't really about the game it's about meeting people who you game mm -hmm. with and i know that was true for a lot of people i went there uh, like for, for example a lot of people didn't know what the what was even going on at runefest even though an itinerary was sent out hardly anyone even read it they just knew when they were going to be meeting up with people and sort of the bigger events that they wanted to go to so i think that's for, for me, it was about meeting people. Um, got to meet Hey Jace, Boaty, a lot of people from Totus and Larry, who I'd spoken to. A lot of people in the 10 hit point community I got to meet as well. That was really cool. And some of the JMOTs, of course. Just like the, uh, the meetup that we had in the States last spring. Well, I mean, it's only like five of us, but. What was that for? Or was that just a. Oh, just, just the meetup. It was up. Uh, Pennsylvania, just right below New York. It was me, Caleb, Avatar Evan, uh, Matt. Oh, I remember, I remember seeing those, that, those oh, pictures. Yeah, I saw the video. I yeah. saw the video you posted. I remember someone captioned one as like, when you have your first beer. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know a bunch of people for the RuneFest, um, last year at least, didn't even pay to go to the RuneFest. They just went to the location it was being held at so that ah, they didn't actually go people. in but they yeah. they they tailgate outside like it was a football game or something no they just like stayed around bars and stuff and yeah. i don't know what they did for most of the day but i don't know runefest is just a nice neutral place you can go and meet people if you're scared to meet people for the first time or something yeah get on tinder and tell them to go to runefest <laughs> oh my gosh Jeez. A nice I'm... neutral place. Yeah, I've never, uh, never been to, uh, never been to Runefest. Uh, always thought it was kind of a cool idea. I have met up with uh, Runescape friends from Fortis back back last year, and I have a couple friends from across the pond. So I thought like it'd be a cool spot to meet up. Like, oh, let's go to Runefest. And even like Arpa saying, it's not not so much about actually the event itself, but the experience of just being there with people that I've talked to online for the past five years, and finally getting to like meet in person um as far as them canceling i mean like this is their their big thing of the year so i'm sure it was a very difficult decision but it's uh probably better to err on the side of caution at least for the time being hopefully i think as abra was saying something can figure it out if uh, everything start, starts to move in a more positive direction can uh, figure something out for this year but i mean not uh runefest us 2021 maybe mm -hmm. Make it happen. Are you going to RuneFest all on your own? Uh, with my boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd go to RuneFest if it was uh, like in America, like regardless of where it is, I, I'd go. Yeah, like yeah. what is the most expensive like within the state still ticket? Like isn't it only like a couple hundred at most? Let's see. What would a trip for, uh, flight to from 
be from I mean, Chicago a lot of to the ticket price for yeah, Los Angeles. Was expensive. Yeah, midway to LAX probably. Oh well, I guess right now is a terrible fucking time to look because oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's not great. laughs> you can go with us. Uh, Spirit flights starting at thirty-five dollars. Yeah, you can push the plane for takeoff too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, at a certain point they'd have to pay you to go on that flight. Just like oil. <laughs> All right, oil, please. All right, let, let's move uh, on. So the Maz uh, started con. Uh, construction away in which they um for a pvm achievement diary something they're looking at doing and um with that you know they're looking at ways that people can come complete the tasks and challenge themselves so kind of to build on to that but in a skilling way what um would be some things that they that you would put on a skilling achievement diary uh or that you would suggest and would you want to see um like a skilling one potentially um maybe i should erase my name from this one but i'm not the most creative mind in terms of coming up with updates like i was saying i just pick a skill and get 200 mil in it um so i would assume on the achievement diary for skilling uh simply a 200 mil would be one of the achievements that i would put on there if there was a skilling achievement diary um and then i guess maybe like base whatever 25 mil or base 50 mil if we're going for so you think it should be like xp like total base well would it you wouldn't be able to track like ehp or something like that I, like i don't know how the whole engineering aspect works of what jagex can like really see if they're like you've done 20 hours of yeah, like 20 hours of skilling in Zaya, like two tick fishing or some shit like that. Like, I don't know if you could do it location based. Right, so based that. on that, you could put a variable onto activities and it would be like crafts, 10,000 blood runes or something, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Something location based. I don't know specifically how it would work. Um, and then like base 20 mil or something like that. Those would be ideas. Uh, I'm indifferent to seeing. I probably wouldn't vote yes or no to it. I, I mean, if there was one, I might complete it if it was like efficient or beneficial for my account. But I'm kind of indifferent on introducing a skilling achievement diary. I have no idea what they'd put on it. Like, I could obviously think of ideas for PBM. Those, those are. I don't know how to describe, but yeah, skilling, it's, well, first of all, we already have normal achievement diaries, which have a lot of skilling requirements on them, so it seems almost a little redundant. I, I certainly wouldn't go with, like, that far of XP stuff, like 200 mils or anything, like, if anything, like, if it's being a, a tiered system, Elite would include maxing, but I would not include any post-max things. Yeah, this, this is a little harder to think of besides just adding counters and doing like craft 10,000 blood runes or something like that. It's not really uh, I don't know, it's just time-based. It's not really any sort of skill as much as PVM stuff was like doing stuff under a specific time or without using this prayer or without taking damage. It's a, it's a toughie, but theoretically, if there was a good list that I approved of then I would say sure do it. 
Yeah, so they should be able to track hourly rates. Yeah, good point uh, there in the chat. Because yeah, when we had the uh, the last scaling cup that we uh-huh. had, they were able to they were able to track like XP. So I think that you know that could be something that um, could potentially be looked at um, as well. You know, similar so like on the PVM side, you know, they have like do a inferno run in you know less than a certain amount of time. Uh, they could have the same for scaling stuff, and then like yeah, like. Uh, as Java I'm saying in the chat there, like, you know, perfect laps at uh, agility courses. <laughs> <It's not laughs> I mean, you'd, you'd... once I already have timers like Prith. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And there, there, there are some things where, like, you're not going to have a whole lot of, um, like, tasks, I feel like. So something like that, even if it may seem silly, is something good to have added in, potentially. I don't think that they'll ever do it, and I don't think that they should. I would agree with that. I don't think there's any need to add a skilling achievement diary, but then I'm kind of against adding a PVM achievement diary too. I kind of think the existing achievement diaries are fine as they are. It kind of goes against the idea of an achievement diary where you're meant to explore a certain area, learn all the things there are to do in there because Kind of like what Dan was saying, he, he would only do it if it was efficient or made sense for his account. None of the achievement diaries are really efficient. They're just about making you go to different places, looking at um, different things within that region. Uh, I just, with the PVM achievement diary, some of the things they're looking to add just, well, the one that stood out to me was the time for getting an Infernal Cape, which is obviously quite a prestigious thing. And I can't think of how you would get something that prestigious across to a skilling diary and i know you could say 200 mil but that's more about long longevity rather than skill unless you specified which one it was i guess but no i don't really see a need for it yeah i'm personally not a big fan of them even coming out with a pvm achievement diary because again it kind of pushes limit like what where do you set the limits and like I don't know. I feel like, as, <laughs> and I've seen players get really frustrated that they can't get an Infernal Cape. And then to have a diary that says, now do the Inferno in 60 minutes, like, how, I don't know. Just well, then they don't need to do it. <laughs> I mean, there is no need to do it, but as soon as there's any form of cosmetic or anything, that well, maybe that'll give them incentive to practice it and learn. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. I, I, I'm kind of confused why you would really be. I guess I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to formulate the reason, but yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's for me. The it's only... more so about like it. It's literally what it is—an achievement diary, just like keeping track of achievements. Like if you can do it, if it can be achieved, I don't see a problem with tracking that. Now, obviously, adding... the, the potential problem is with what the rewards are. Like if it makes content easier, then I could understand it. But which that begs the question: like, what would they actually? put as a reward for this for scaling or for pvm stuff but like if it was just xp lamps then i have no problem they're, they're they're just achievements for the sake of adding achievements though especially on a pvm diary i mean what they're, they're all arbitrary what's how, who decides 70 minutes well, so, is, so is doing this specific activity for normal achievement diaries yeah although you know actually... you could say the base of normal achievement diaries uh is kind of just quest based and I guess some stuff, yeah, skilling. That's 
part of their function is to give you incentive to do quests and skill. So I guess that would kind of be like this. It would give you incentive to actually finally go explore this PVM content, practice it and whatnot. And then for skilling, uh, a, a parallel. I, I think there are great ideas for skilling, uh, like a skilling achievement diary. Like I said, I guess when I meant against it, I just meant there's so many arbitrary restrictions that, like, who's the one coming up with it and what's too difficult. That's, for the that's, norm. that's a fine point. Although they're definitely going to crowdsource that stuff, just like um, if they ever do a... Uh, I can't think of what it's called. Basically what the collection log is. Uh, completion escape. There you go. Shout out Jabram for uh, shouting out Skullball. Yeah, that yeah. shit should be 100k an hour, I think, mm-hmm. agility. But yeah, no, so like, in terms course. of motivation to try new things, this kind of that makes me think of like, why would a casual not just stay at Motherload Mine for this long time and be chill? Like, this would give them a reason, like, oh, Quarry is really good, but I'm too lazy to have thought of doing it before. But now, if I can get something else from doing a diary that requires it, maybe that would be worth my time. I think they should come out with a clue achievement diary. See how fast you can complete a clue. And then get uh, caught by orange. Go to Dragon's Eye. Uh, disagree. <laughs> yeah, fastest Dragon's Eye step. And plus, <laughs> in terms of something like that, they already have clue milestones. So I don't think that would make sense. All right, one of the other things... Um... That have been going on is the settings and option menu overhaul. Uh, it's just a concept right now, um, but they're looking at changing it. Um, do you like the new concept, or would you prefer it to stay the way that it is? Uh, link it in the chat right here as well. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, I, I looks- I'm unsure if it's toggleable to be uh, to move to the new one or uh stay as it is i don't know yeah something that pops out and completely takes away from you being able to play the game i'm not a big fan of that looks like that just covers the entire screen yeah it's a rectangle it wouldn't fit in the current interface so and it looks like it has all the same toggles now if it's if it's got just plenty of more toggles then i can see them doing that but that right there it's in the chat. Yeah, that does not look good. I don't. I would not like that. I'd prefer it to say the same. For the for the sake of modernizing the game, I think it makes sense to add that sort of thing in. That's that's the sort of interface a new user would expect to see. But from a purely selfish point of view, I wouldn't want it updated. But that's purely because I know where everything is, and I already know how to get my settings exactly the way I personally like it. But I can see why they want to do it. And I probably wouldn't, if, if, it, if it came to a poll, I probably wouldn't vote no. I'd probably just skip it. But to sit to see what people want in general. But there's also, you have to think about things where you, you need not to be popping out, like lava runes, uh, solo lava runes and things like that. So that's something they need to consider. If it is a toggle, then I suppose it doesn't matter. But a toggle for for options which would most likely also be in options it a is toggle for a <laughs> toggle menu <laughs> yeah it's where do you draw the big lines, brain toggle scan. I, i'm very on the fence about that 
yeah, again, if, if this was optional, that'd be fine. There's some stuff that I like about it, but some stuff I don't. Obviously, the big thing is the fact that this rectangle, I would assume it would expand into the proper game window rather than your inventory. So that's a big no-no. Uh, another thing I don't like is I don't... So, like, it has the different headers, like display, audio, chat, you know, but I don't see advanced options because there's more stuff in there. Uh, but some things that I do like about it is it has more granularity for... The uh, light settings, like it's not just four or five. Yeah, be, uh, we currently have four different options for brightness, and I assume it'd be the same for uh, sounds as well. So that those are good. Um, and then I guess another good thing is the the search bar. That's good. If they could just put a search bar in our current one, then I would say don't even bother. It, it, it's good. Um, I could see how like yeah, a new player might potentially. Like it's, I feel like it's more of an aesthetic thing than a functional thing, because I don't necessarily see this being more functional. Again, it just interrupts gameplay if it does expand. I, I'm leaning more towards no, unless it's optional, then I wouldn't care. That is all. All right, Dan. Um, you guys brought up a good point, I guess, about being toggable option on the options thing, which would just kind of not make that's, sense. That's was, a funny thought. Yeah, it's just the only way that, again, I'm going to, I guess I go back to, I like my things looking how they have been since I started playing. Like when YouTube or Twitch updates i feel completely lost for like the first like two to three weeks trying to like learn this whole thing even though it's not obviously that complicated it's just a settings menu on runescape um but i would much rather just keep things how they are um i mean it's nice in the sense that you could search up i guess keywords is the whole search bar so it I guess uh, helps some new people out that don't know where exactly things are yet. Um, but I'm hoping this doesn't really pass. And if it does, I have the option to keep things how I like it. Yeah, so going back to, I think, what Arp said, I think it's an attempt to somewhat modernize what may be thought of as a, an outdated interface. I think how they have the um, display audio chat and controls actually written. I think that definitely is uh, more helpful to new players. Whereas, I mean, pictures where if you hover over the act, it actually pops up under it with a word. I mean, it's not exactly hard, but it, new, newer players may see that and not not get it or something. Um, the search, like we touched on, the search bar is nice, a nice addition. But at the same time that Abra was saying, like, where did advanced options go? Uh, are, the, are you able to search through those through the search bar, or if it's if it was as long as long as it was some sort of toggleable option, I probably would skip the vote. But uh, if it was a, a force thing, I, I would agree with most of the majority here. I think and vote no. I have one more thought on this though. I uh, I feel like if this was a thing and to be forced, I could understand it more for mobile. For desktop, I would definitely oh, not prefer true. it, but I wouldn't have as much of an issue with it within mobile. 
you change your settings on mobile? No, I mean, I don't even play mobile. I'm just saying that I see that this wouldn't be as bad since you're already kind of strapped with real estate. Well, depending what, you know, you're on, like my phone is small, so uh, the current interface wouldn't be too friendly for me. And if I was messing with that stuff, there's no way I could do content that's not AFK and mess with settings right now, just in terms of real estate and attention on that small real estate. So I could understand it more for mobile because you kind of stop what you're doing to mess with the settings anyways, yeah. whereas you can mess with settings and do content on desktop. Okay. Competently. All right, so last weekend uh, there was a 1v1 PvP tournament. Um, it started out with 512 players. <clears throat> Did you guys have a chance to watch any of it? Uh, if so, what did you think about it? And what do you think about them doing uh, tournaments like that uh, moving forward in the future? Um, I don't have much to say about this, really. Just wanted to say that I think it's nice that they're actually throwing PvP as a bone. And this it goes to show that this was quite a simple thing that they could set up. Um, I've not watched too much of it, but from what I gathered on Twitter, people seem to be enjoying it. And for such a simple thing for them to do, it would be nice if they could have something like this recurring, um, just to, just so there is something for PvPers to do. I don't, yeah, I agree with Arp there. Um, didn't watch too much of it when I got bombarded with come watch so-and-so's Twitch live stream in my PMs, then I'd probably end up going <laughs> watching it. Dude, but, they uh, they did send out quite a bit of uh, things announcements. Yeah, I found it interesting too that it was on I guess specific streamers' channels rather than like the old school RuneScape channels. So I guess it helped out with some streamers' careers, I guess, as well, which is nice. And then PVPers obviously getting some recognition and some things to look forward to, um, which was nice. I watched it. I liked it. Um, better than dead man mode, to be honest with you. And I think the only reason why is because I'm more of a fan of like 1v1s instead of just huge piles of clan man moding. So I don't know, I could appreciate the 1v1 skills rather than just a herd of people. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I watched a bit of it. Uh, some of the fights were super entertaining, like toward the end. I think the final fight again, I don't know which one I saw. It was, uh, whatever his face is, 1000 the God or 1013 the God, whatever. <laughs> he, um, he had a great fight at the end where he used redemption a few times to, to clutch it. So it was, it was entertaining to watch. I'm not a big PVPer, but I've had my fair share of LMS to get my little rewards. And so, I've started kind of seeing the appeal of it, <clears throat> of fighting a consenting player that wants to fight back, not murder. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that, so you mean actual PvP? Yeah, actual PvP, not prey versus or predator versus prey. You know, so I I enjoy it, and I think that's. I mean, obviously, the RuneScape section in general on Twitch pops off during those, so I think it's a great. Uh, investment on Jagex's part to do more of those. So, yeah. 
yeah, I absolutely loved it. I uh, I watched most of all three days. Uh, it's I think it's great entertainment to have off, off off on the side while you're doing stuff in the game. Uh, most of the commentating is pretty entertaining, so that, that's a nice added aspect to it. Did you have a favorite uh, caster? Uh, I really liked Foe in the in his uh, time zone. I, I found him being very, very comical, and I enjoyed that a lot. It added a nice aspect to it. Um, but yeah, I, I think I hope they do a lot more like this. It, it shows, and I, I'm happy for the peers that thought something like this then when they're are normally neglected and have been in the as of recent. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Hope they do more. I thought it was really good, and for them to be able to get um, all these time zones and all these different people uh, casting it as well. Wonder how much planning <clears throat> there was that went into it because I felt like there, you know, the time in which they announced it to the time in which the uh, tournament actually occurred was something like a week or less than two weeks, I believe it was. So um, I think for the the next one that they do, they should give it a little bit more time um, to like build up some hype, you know than what they did here i think that that would be a lot better but yeah um say baby you were talking about the good investment on their part oh hell yeah it was a good investment uh the winner only got uh like a thousand dollars which i don't really think given i mean <laughs> well, they, 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 they made money from this realistically 100 percent, yeah I, so I, I, thought, I thought that was a whole separate question but yeah if i i, I, I deleted fine, it if, oh, okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, so didn't mean to cut you off, but a, a thousand is fine, but I, not for like a once a year tourney, for, especially when it draws this much publicity for them. If it's going to be something that is this beneficial, it, it needs to run multiple times a year for it to only be a thousand. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a little more in terms of, I know at least uh, Spark Mac and Bodhi put up some money for it as well. I heard beforehand, and then obviously there were like other like, there were other items like yeah. chairs and computer stuff. But yeah, it was relatively small in that aspect. Uh, did you have more to say, Randy? Yeah, I cut you off. Um, no, not really. Um, shout out Mod Rogue um, for announcing it. Um, the memes can die now. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one <laughs> thing I was thinking of. Um, so yeah, I didn't actually watch it, although I did see like that redemption play for whatever that final fight was that was pretty sick but um i i did see some of the broadcasts which honestly i kind of get annoyed by i i would have rather it just not been as soon so there could be hype and maybe i would just go watch it on my own and know that it would probably be good to hear some stuff beforehand but if i just constantly get notifications that makes me want to watch it less <laughs> How they had to have, how many um, alerts do you think they put out over the that weekend? I was it like was idea. it close to ten maybe? I was gonna say ten or twelve, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly what it's, you said, Randy. Hey man, uh, shameless shameless plug. Uh, shout outs to stuff from Rogue. All right. Um. So one of the things that they did in it was, and this, so. Uh, long, long uh, kind of thing here, but uh, they said that they'll be conducting anti-cheating checks to ensure validity of results. Any player has been found to have cheated, they will be disqualified from the tournament. Their old school RuneScape account will be banned, and they will be disqualified from uh, future tournaments. Um, and affiliated accounts will be banned from competitive play indefinitely. 
You will not be given the chance to appeal this decision. Um, they have not been that hard on punishment in the past when they've caught people cheating in tournaments. Like, um, for example, like dead man tournaments, like, um, there have been people that have won it and then been disqualified. And like the only negative is just, you don't win your prize, but this, uh, is kind of a step above even that. And that, you know, the dead man tourney, uh, prizes were far more than the thousand dollars that you get from the one V one stuff here. So how do you think that they should deal with, um, the people that, um, were cheating in the one V one tournament? Um, I don't know how many of them were caught and disqualified. Uh, maybe someone knows, you know, let me know, but what do you guys think? Uh, I think this was a good, uh, a good take to have this rather than saying it's too harsh and in comparison to previous times. I think previous times were too lenient. It must be such a pain to have to deal with people who've cheated and dealing with reports that people have cheated. I mean, when, whenever there's real money being involved, I do think they should be, you know, that strict about the rules and things like that. That it, it must be so irritating as well, especially late in the tournament to face someone who you think might be cheating. And then if the only punishment they face is, oh, you know, you're just disqualified from this tournament, some people will think, ah, well, that doesn't really matter. I'll just hope I get away with it. So to have it this harsh, I feel like the people who would have cheated probably second had a second thought about that. And hopefully it did stop some people, even if they, even if this was all talk and they weren't actually able to follow it up at all. Yeah, I think it's quite beautiful. I, I absolutely love this. But uh, I, I wonder, though, if instead of indefinite bans... I, I'm a big fan of like affiliated camps and stuff, too. Um, but I wonder if instead it'd just be like a certain period, like a year or two. like Just like when you get banned for normal game offenses, like the whole point of not being permanent fans for every single offense is that okay maybe you learn from your mistake or i don't know i feel like that's kind of relevant here uh yeah i think it's great that they are very strict with the uh, rules i'd like the the only downside to not being as strict is it just i mean the downside to not being as strict is that people are just gonna be like oh well cheating will give me an advantage but when the rules are when the the penalties are clearly stated like you will be like your account's going to get banned and you will be disqualified from any other tournament i think that's totally fair especially as arp said with the real money on the line so yeah i didn't see them specify if the ban was permanent or not or like how long it would be um i don't know i think that um they'll probably use that uh precedent moving forward um and applying that for the dead man stuff that goes on because and I'm, I'm surprised that they haven't uh been like that on dead man stuff in the past because you like you've seen like there like have been multiple like winners of the dead man finals that have been disqualified and then it comes out you know 30 minutes after the final actually ends and they're like oh the winner is actually the guy who lost in the finals um and i think that They'll probably start doing that with the stuff moving forward. Good on them. I think it's partially down to they said like they've actually gained tools for finding out about cheating. 
is that they weren't able to see some methods of it before. Or at least with nearly as much uh, speed. Yeah, I definitely think it's them setting a precedent going forward, uh, it, that being so much time taken off since the, any sort of last turn they wanted to come back with this one and be like, hey, going forward, this is what's up if you play by it or you can get off the game. And with real money, it, it should be like actual punishments instead of, like like it's been said, people just getting uh, disqualified and, oh, you don't get it. it there, there should be some sort of actual repercussion. I think it sounds lovely, but, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I've been playing this. I'm such an old boomer in this game, but like when Jagex makes these things like public and saying we're gonna do this, this, and that, and then I see guys with like one to thirty-two AHK scripts, like one ticking their gear switches all the time, I just have <clears throat> I have a very hard time believing that. Um, they're actually going to be punished if they even do get caught in the first place. So I don't know. Would you say that, or I guess the thought is just, I'm just bringing it up. Um, if they're able to see some of these cheating methods that maybe they couldn't before, you think they'll enforce it more in just the normal game instead of just tournaments now? Like they'll actually go after just regular PKers using those kinds of AHK where they went before and stuff I, like I that? Mean, I would hope so, because it kind of sets the precedent, like, if I can't get away with it in the game, then I'm for sure not going to get away with it in a tournament, but if they're using it in the game every single day to complete TOB or whatever... Yeah. It'd be a little underwhelming in terms of enforcement if it was only for tournaments. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it deters people from cheating the whole... Um, I think we have a question later on, but HK and stuff like that, like making that bannable, you will be punished for account sharing for ranks, blah, blah, blah. Like it sounds good and it probably deters a lot of people away, but there's obviously going to be people that do it and get away with it. So I'm hoping it deterred people away from it in the PVP tournament, but I doubt it. But it sounds like one person got banned before the finals and then another person got banned after. Is what uh, someone in the chat was saying. I wonder if that means not many people were cheating, or their detection is, isn't as good as they're reporting. I'm sure there's room for improvement. Um, Dead man mode is going to be returning May 1st, so some of the changes are going to be increased loot, uh, no XP cap, raids one and two are not restricted, no rules against swapping or muling. That you know, big. Um, the structure has changed significantly. They've decided to stop the prolonged qualifying period and dedicated finals week. Um, they say that they've essentially combined them. The biggest benefit is that account progress from the qualifying stage is directly carried into the final. So are you excited for Dead Man's return as a viewer or possible participant? And what do you think of those changes? I think the sound overall, the changes sound quite nice. I don't know still if I'm going to play, but I have a tiny bit more reason than zero beforehand. Now that's like swapping and muling isn't, you know, against the rule, that could potentially be a good alt slash alts. Um, but I don't know. I'm at least looking forward to watching some, especially I think there's going to be a lot more hype now that it's uh, all in one thing instead of all separated. 
that was uh, definitely something they could have done before, but now they're doing so it's good. Uh, kind of have it quickened. It's just this localized thing instead of all spread out. Yeah, and also love... the qualifying thing was weird because you'd have tons of people qualify and then just not play in the finals, so it's like only half the people were actually playing. It was really bizarre. I love that there's no cap for and there's no rules against software. I I don't play dead man mode, but when there's arbitrary restrictions that can't really be enforced. I mean, obviously the cap can be enforced, but like muling and swapping. I'm just glad that it's kind of like a free for all in sort of an aspect where it's just you do whatever you want to win, you know. And uh, I also like that all the progress is being carried through so it's not some random month and then you get a week of just fully restarted so you don't even put much time in besides just qualifying so i i think that's great shout out rogue i feel like this almost dis well not encourages as much i guess is a better way of saying um unhealthy play like before with it was just a finals week people would know like which that one week yeah that must have been horrible for the people playing it I've never really been that into uh, Deadman mode. I never played it as well, um, so I won't be playing it. I probably won't be watching it unless um, they lure me into the Twitch chat for the finals or whatever. Um, possible participant review. Um, changes. I mean, what, do, did you guys play it? Anyone in here before? Like, yeah. Yeah. Technically, like we went over that last Abra time. Abra and I got a uh, someone uh, submitted a question for Abra and I later in the podcast. Like, what uh, exactly was? I thought that was the last one. My what was the problem with swapping and muling? Like, has that always been? People have always done terrible? it. Yeah, but they haven't really been able to ever enforce it. Is my understanding? Okay. Very so I was gonna say, like, I didn't see the problem like i just i've heard of people swapping like every single time everyone just tries to make yeah. as much money early on and then yeah. swapping it so i didn't know if it was allowed beforehand or now like, they're making it i kind of like the justification for them removing that well first of all they're kind of just seeing what works on this one this one's kind of experimental but also they kind of brought up the point that like what's the difference between swapping and content creators getting stuff from their audiences mm -hmm. there isn't Exactly. Yeah, so the only thing that I guess benefits me is fingers crossed the wilderness is less active and I'll go bust out some superior dragon bones in the wilderness. I'll sell his world 10 mil an hour if you guys want to buy it. <laughs> right. Just give it to me so I can recoup my money. Yeah. I, I think that these changes are pretty good. I haven't talked to any um, heavy dead man people who you know, obviously will have a much... Uh, more intelligent opinion on the topic but the things that they're talking about i think are pretty good the no cap is good and adding in that you know they're combining the like month-long qual like qualifying period finals thing that that's fantastic because the like week-long thing where you have everyone playing you know 100 hours or like the people that are really trying to win are all playing well over 100 hours uh during that week and I think that it's um, good for everyone's health that the uh, two things have been combined there. Very good on that. And it'll also then um, kind of allow for just more people to play, I feel like, because they're 
I feel like you'd be able to make a lot more progress in that month as well compared to the one week and, you know, get some people interested in playing it that may not uh, otherwise be interested. So good on them with that. I think that these changes are very good. Yeah, going into it, uh, like I said before, I'm a big fan of watching content uh, while I'm playing the game. I find it very entertaining. Them not forcing people to know life over a week and instead letting them have a full month. And then uh, the raids one and two not being restricted is cool too because then can come out in full max gear at the end of the month which will be interesting to see how that turns out. I, I like that they're kind of just, for this first one coming back, just saying like, hey, everything's on the tape. Go at it. Best of luck. And uh, seeing what works and what doesn't go. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that the Dead Man people probably, like, I mean, I haven't talked to them again, but I feel like that'd be, like, this, the changes that they're implementing here would be something that they're um, probably liking. I've heard also that there's going to be some uh, streamers that mainly do PVM that are going to do dead man mode because of raids one and two, whereas oh. they normally wouldn't because they're not a, a PK or, you know, Ima- imagine you get like uh, some like really good gear from that. How much that's going to sell for to like, s- like that s- oh, yeah. yeah, swap, swap that over, swap some dragon claws for like a bill. Oh, holy hell. Yeah, dude. There, there's gonna be a lot of see that, and that's kind of like the thing. Like it's gonna open up the opportunity for a lot more people to play that otherwise may not have. So, uh, very. I mean, it's, it feels like everything that they're doing is a good business decision. So, all right, let's move on to um. Oh, Ab- Abra, I guess I guess since we're just talking about uh, Dead Man here, um, <clears throat> you and I will just take this question here, and it was. What was the clan's role in the uh, Blazers Dead Man mode win? Uh, I'll, I'll let you go for it. What 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 was your role when we uh, did that? My memory is uh, a little faulty. Like I could have swore this was either last podcast or maybe it was when I was looking through the questions for it because it was supposed to be last week. Maybe that's one thing. Um, I don't remember right now what you were doing, but I know I was doing black chains with someone else, and we were having like one or two people protect us. And then, yeah, obviously, like, they won, so we got a split of that money. So that was, that was pretty cool. But it wasn't really that intense, at least for me. Yeah, uh, for me, my job was to get uh, stamina potions uh, for the whole crew. So I was uh, just running roofs uh, the whole time, picking up those marks. And uh, that that was, like, my role. Um, and, like, I got... Ever were you doing it? You were doing it on two accounts. You had one that you were like actually skilling on, and one that you were like getting combat levels. Um, I man, I don't even. What year was that? That was a while ago. Uh, that that was like fall, uh, twenty seventeen. Yeah, shit, it's been it's been a while. I I don't entirely remember what the situation was. I I did have two accounts, so I think pretty much the second was just basically to mule the chins. Yeah. I think that was basically, but maybe there was a little bit of combat on one of the accounts. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, it it was a lot of fun. Um, we were uh, like in the uh, like the their team speak during it, and you know they had a lot of funny guys. Um, you know, being around uh, PKers for a week is certainly a different experience than being around skillers. 
So it was a good, uh, it was a fun week. Um, and yeah, one of our uh, teammates, well, actually like both of our teammates ended up getting into the finals. Uh, it was Jay and, uh, Manked who was on the last podcast. And, um, then yeah, we got the split of the win. So that was fun. Oh yeah, actually, uh, thinking about that and also just the general PvP stuff, we should probably have uh, more PK people on podcasts in terms of when Dead Man starts back up. Yep, uh, good having them on. Well, you know, see if we got some other boys uh, that would be interested in being on. But all right, let's uh, move on to Bounty Hunter. Bounty Hunters uh, has returned. Um, biggest change you'll notice is that on bounty hunter worlds the player um sorry what players all players in the wilderness are sculled automatically and they're not the ordinary skulls they feature different designs that reflect the highest tier of emblem you and your opponents are carrying um there's there's other stuff going on with it as well but you know what do you what do you think about that change in the return of dead or bounty hunter so as far as a, from like a actual player versus player standpoint, I, I think automatic sculling is cool. Uh, it, it makes a lot of sense for them. It, there is some danger to it, from my understanding. Like if you're just some PBM or hopping around and absolutely jump into the world, and uh, then boom, you're in, in a hot spot and you're automatically sculled. Uh, that that could be pretty shitty for you. But for a PvP standpoint, it it, it makes sense for them. Uh, them not being ordinary skulls is cool too. So you actually know like what kind of emblem, or if they have one, an emblem that the opponent, the opponent you're fighting has. So you know, uh, you get, can get an idea of possible loot and stuff like that. Yeah, as a as a system, I I really like the uh, the new stuff, and it's so nice like actually seeing people do it again because they were. So- when they removed it, and for that long while, they didn't really have much to to do. It's a little, little sad for them. Love the uh, love the skull. Um, I wonder if they'll remove that function from the emblem trader now, though. Um, and it seems like the goal they set out to well, one of the goals, at, or at least the thing that they needed to do in order to bring it back, um, in terms of making it less prime for abuse that seems to be doing pretty well i guess because of uh like the silent cooldown on the emblem upgrades although i have seen people who are actually like doing the content legitimately and that's been quite annoying like i don't know what the chance is to upgrade your emblem but i've seen people do several kills and not get an upgrade so that's probably pretty annoying but um yeah at least they're requiring a minimum risk yeah which is nice like the 20k coins or an emblems that's that's something as well um very good in general they could probably do more to it and i'm sure they will and it'll make it even better bounty hunter four baby (laughs) Uh, let's hope it doesn't come to that (laughs) yeah i like it uh i like that you're automatically scold i feel like there was always at least when I, I never participated in BH, but I always 
had seen like issues with, oh, I'm I'm not going to scold. I'm risking a lot. And I, oh, I'm going to scold and you're not or, you know, stuff like that. That kind of goes between people. And then eventually the target just has to skip their target because they refuse to scold. Whereas now everyone's scold. So you bring appropriate gear for the. This the actually goes perfectly into the next question, which I'll wait on. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, I think that this is pretty good. So I've said it before, and I'll I'll continue to say it. I think that like if I were, and I and I won't, but if I were to get into <laughs> PvP, yeah, uh, it would be like Bounty Hunter. I, I much prefer the concept of Bounty Hunter to the other kind of PvP stuff that they have, and all the stuff that they're doing for it. Again, I haven't done it, but it appears that it's uh, an improvement on what they had, and. That's the kind of stuff that I'd like to see. Good on them. So, like most others, I've not done this yet. I've not done any bounty hunter, and I most likely never will. Um, but based on is it, what, is it not have... part of uh, Totus uh, points to get that like hat? Yeah, there are completion aspects in this to unlock all the God Sword recolors, the gold recolors. The bounty um, hunter teleport. Yep, the bounty hunter teleport, but that's I tradable. I bought that for you guys. <laughs> and then there's the new hats as well for the number of kills that you get. Um, goes up to tier six. I don't actually know off the top of my head how many kills that is. Um, but again, it's PKing content's never really appealed to me, and I'm not one of those people who feels obligated to do content just because it fits what I do. Because um, it exists. Yeah, I'll probably and if if I do end up like completing everything else, and then that's the last thing that's there for me to do, I'll do it. But I think Bounty Hunter will probably be, probably be gone by the time I would ever get round to ever doing it, um, based on what. I some... think it's gonna be gone. <clears throat> yeah, uh -huh. I, I, it's it's not that much better than it was before, according to some PKs. Um, framed made a video and he started it. By saying bounty hunter is back and objectively worse. Oh no, I haven't um, seen it yet. Uh, another PK I've not not heard of myself, but Mint Mad Cow apparently made a, a video on bounty hunter and he was pretty scathing of it in general. Um, apparently, it's basically the same as it was before, but now bots can't boost it, so it's still being boosted by large clans who are making around sixteen mil an hour selling tier ten emblems. Jeez. Um, there's a Reddit post that's got half a thousand upvotes just talking about and um, showing clans all fighting each other in deep wildy to ensure that they get each other as targets so hmm. it sounds like people are still abusing it um and I, ca I can't see it lasting to be honest they've tried so many times to make it better and i take i like it gets abused. Hmm. Four, like i said <laughs> All right, so kind of with uh, Bounty Hunter, they um, added in here is the Vesta's Longsword along with every other item on the recent blog. It was planned to be released um, even after it failed the, um, the poll overwhelmingly. Uh, and I kind of had to say to that was that you might have noticed the content aimed at PVMer, Skillers, and Questers Frequently passes polls, but content aimed at the PvP community usually fails. 
As nice as it is to assume that all of our non-PVP content is 10 times as fun and brilliant, we suspect that there are other factors at play. For the players on the wrong end of a PKing spree, there's a huge incentive to oppose anything that might work to the PKer's advantage, whereas this simply is not the case when it comes to non-PVP content. So they're, they're pretty much saying we're adding stuff too bad would be that that's one way of kind of summing it up um the stuff that they're adding though um it is limited to just um like bounty hunter worlds in the wilderness so you have to be pvping for this stuff and it cannot be used um outside of that so like um some of the things that they have in there the vessels longsword and kind of all the other stuff they have on there um uh, do you have a problem with the PvP content additions? Uh, I guess failing the poll and then them saying, you know, we're overriding this and still adding it in. Well, people love to hate PKers. Um, they people love to go in the wildy and then they hate getting attacked. But like, is so I can see Jagex. I'm happy to see Jagex finally understanding that there may be some underlying motives to massive failures. I don't love them implementing stuff that has passed in the past massively failed, but the fact that they are keeping it to just BH worlds, and if they in the future maybe BH and PvP worlds or something like that, I would be okay with. But uh, I don't. I don't think it should be any mass any PvP update that fails has has failed in the past or future up, future updates just go into the main game without any discussion or anything. Yeah, uh, I was kind of um, nervous when they just made the Vesta's Longsword come out with no pull, but because it is exclusively on BH Worlds, uh, I think it's fine. And I understand that, like, personally, if yeah, if, they're com if they were coming out with a Vesta's Longsword and they pulled it, to be all throughout the wilderness, I'd vote no on that. Hell no. I'm not getting PK'd by a Vesta's Longsword with my prayer up. So I understand, like, them not pulling that, but only making exclusively for BH. It's a little wonky, I feel like, just because it is only, it can only be used at one part of the game. But I don't feel like it would have ever passed either way. I would have voted no, personally. But um, I think it's fine. It's It's funny. The last question Art Classic was just saying that these YouTubers that are coming out saying BH is even worse. I feel like anything that is generating gold through PvP just will always be abused heavily and it will always advantage the PvP clans. So like revs when they came out, just anything that's anything besides killing another person for their own loot will just be abused there's there is literally nothing you can do about it besides just getting rid of any gold incentive through npcs and just making it so whatever you risk is what the reward is it's generally less barrier to doing that kind of content so that's part of it because obviously people can bought this or maybe not bought this as much but previous iterations just like they can buy it to pvm or scaling stuff but anyway so yeah there's kind of two parts to this poll uh yeah it was kind of weird like my actual issue with this is just that they pulled it and then just said fuck it doing it anyways like, <laughs> if, they just, if they just didn't pull it at all and they're like here 
no one asked for this, but have it anyways, I'd be like, all right, whatever, fuck it, it's restricted, I'm not going to interact with it, and it's not going to impact me if I went to Wilderness, because I wouldn't be doing Bounty Hunter, because it's only Bounty Hunter, at least the vessels. I don't remember if there was a restriction for the consumables but at yeah. least yeah it is at, at least vestas is restricted to only bounty hunter in the wilderness which i think is lovely because you always have the uh potential to lose it you know you're always risking it in a sense because you know in the wilderness on bh world you're always scold but you know oh it could be your plus one you know but you could get smited so that's lovely um but yeah vesta itself it's interesting that it failed pull before, and that was a weaker version. I'm pretty sure with the version that they pulled, wasn't the special change to 50%. It's still 25% here, like it was originally in RS2. Do you guys like, remember if when it, it was is pulled? Strong. When it was pulled, was it for the main game or was it just BH? I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, I, I don't remember. Because th- I think that could have a major factor as to why it failed so much, too, if it was for the entire game. I kind of hope that once people actually use Vesta, they'll... I don't know what to do about it. It's nice to have in the reward shop because it gives more incentive to actually do the content. But before it was added to that shop, I was saying that if they do add it, they should just put it in Rev Caves because that's the whole reason why we have those emblems that you just trade in for cash because they didn't have signature drops when Revs came out. And then they added stuff, but that stuff is not worth a ton anymore. So Because of the emblems, you understand that? It's like, that's the reason the weapons are so dirt cheap, is because they still shit out 16 mil emblems. With the yeah, because people are, people are mostly doing it for the stuff that's not those signature drops, so that's, you know, they're just flooding in, and also I guess not enough people are using them. But yeah, I, I kind of hope they can just put... Vessels there and get rid of the emblems, that'd be nice. But that's aside from BH. It's it's really difficult to say with, with this, because I feel I feel like the spike voting does exist. I think it's quite obvious whenever so whenever PvP is mentioned, people will vote no. Whenever a peer is mentioned, people will vote no. It's just it's it's what always happens and it has happened for a really long time. So I understand that they're in a really difficult position with it but at the same time i don't think adding content in regardless of whether it has been polled and failed previously is the right way to go i think one of the best ways that they've added content without specifically polling it before is if you look at what they did with fossil island is they polled fossil island as one big update they didn't poll every single thing and they didn't say do you want herbivore do you want uh, you know all these specific little things. They so just they pulled take that one thing. Yeah, they could say, "Do you want bounty hunter?" Um, and for it to be able to give you unique rewards that benefit PvP within that world alone. Like if they just word it nicer, so that people don't immediately read it and think, "Well, no, that's going to kill me faster." So that's a no. Yeah, I'd like that. I've it seen would, before where they increase the chance. I've seen before where they pulled something. I and I, I think it was the like changing the. Yeah, it was the changing the camera with the middle mouse button. Back when that was initially pulled, it failed horribly. Um, you get, I think this might have been 2013 or 2014 where you could find the results somewhere in there. I don't remember but that. It, 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 it failed 
And as you sit here using it, you've got to think to yourself, how could that have possibly failed? And it's because they worded it terribly. Uh, they yeah. re- they repulled it like a, um, a month or a couple yeah, weeks later. And it, and, it, and it like passed with, you know, a super high percentage. So like, the way that questions are worded um, ha- has a huge influence on if things do uh, end up positive or negative uh, with the votes. Oh, yeah. That's been an issue for them for a really long time, the wording of questions, and people have always pointed it out to them, and it doesn't seem to get any better. Hmm. Shoutouts to you mentioning pure polling, like when they tried to remove the defense requirement on blessed (laughs) dehydes, because people didn't know that normal chaps and van races didn't have a defense requirement. (laughs) There's no point for it to have a defense requirement, but nope, they can't have it. That was one of the dumbest things to ever fail. I will forever blame people in their ignorance. It, it makes everyone else look bad because some people are like, oh yeah, we don't spite vote. And then something that simple fails. It's, it's just so obvious. <laughs> yeah. They, it would be nice though if we could get a more proper, besides just taking liberties with content, a more proper system that would possibly allow for them to get content in a more legitimate seeming you know way yeah like through polling and they need to stop on a kind of a side note they need to stop naming things the same as as what they've named them <laughs> don't name it bounty hunter it's already oh, got yeah. a bad press <laughs> don't name it vesta's longsword people see it as overpowered like it, is it that hard to come up with a new name for something yeah we have we have just renamed reskinned things from the previous game uh, that I'm pretty sure people had aversions to in their original form. It's kind of funny. Yeah, you guys kind of took every single thing that I was going to say already, unfortunately. Um, Sorry, Dan. That's a, not that's not a problem at all. Um, that's yeah, basically awesome. my big uh, a big problem with things, at least when in terms of polling. First off. I'm not going to be inclined to go vote on the poll if you're just going to totally disregard my vote and then bring it in later anyways. And then second, I'm probably not going to go vote on something if it's named the exact same thing as the reason why I'm playing old old school and not like RS3. It ruins the old school feel. So those (laughs) are my... Guardian preserver of the old old school feel now. If you're going to bring in a Vesta Longsword, like change it and make it like something different that's all like just name Ooh. it something different real real quick i think i got a teammate that's gonna die at volcanic mine i don't think he's gonna get out in time I'll, I'll, I'll update you i'll update sword. you in 17 seconds keep us posted hesta's medium length sword yeah there you what, go. what do you mean volcanic mine randy uh oh shit on the alt on the alt <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean volcanic <laughs> mine what do you mean he he made it by like a second. By the way, I I think you know, unlike you guys, I actually support them um, doing stuff like that. Like the the polling system has been broken for a very long time, and I think that them doing this, you know, I respect it. It's a power move. Power move. And, yeah, there there you go. There you go, and. I, I've felt for a long time that the polling system is so fucked that it should kind of be like a feedback form at this point. 
to where they can um, use it. Because, you know, I said it before, like, it's their game. The polling system is just an illusion to try to uh, tell us that we have power. We don't. They choose Uh, what goes on it. Yeah. So, you know, the stuff that they present to us at RuneFest, you know, that is their plan for the game. That is what they want. Like, ain't our choice. You know, not, you know, the... You got the whole my body, my choice. This ain't, uh, you know, my game, my choice. It's, you know. That's so, a really good point. When they when they announce things as if it's already coming, but it's not even. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I hate that. Once. That's happened at least once, I remember. Oh, it's, it, it's not just one. It's like every. I think that was over, at least with the Rev Caves. Over, like, over the last few years, like that is what, like, they, they don't. Yeah. These are not sold to us as suggestions guys we they're put sold, in all this work they're sold content they're Please sold to it. us as the plan so yeah how about we can see some more uh player developed content bring Ooh, it yes we've mentioned that we pay we hk <laughs> <laughs> god bless all right um They've added new account restrictions to stop um, free-to-play accounts from selling stuff in the GE, picking up other items, staking, and more. The restriction can be removed by logging over 20 hours of game time, earning 10 quest points, and reaching 100 total level. Or you can also buy a membership and bypass those requirements. Uh, likely doesn't impact any of us, but what do you guys think about those restrictions that they've added to free-to-play stuff? <sighs> Why do they do that and then just say, or you can just give me your money and you're okay? <laughs> like, like, what what are they trying to stop from Lots. happening by putting? Okay, but then yeah. why not just literally pay? What's I don't know how much a bond is in real life, but three mil in game, four mil in game, or what is it, five, eight dollars in real life for two weeks? Like, something like that. Don't think it's really going to deter anyone. It was more so, in, like, it actually. It's not the end of the world. It didn't affect me so much. My girlfriend with quarantine has now started to play Rooney. Big. And I walk my ass all the way to the Grand Exchange to buy something. And then it says, sorry, you need to log 18 more hours. So then I had to spend my own hard-earned money on a nice iron set for her, which is (laughs) preposterous. So so you're Um, the the breadwinner in the... Yeah. In this digital, in this IRL digital. (laughs) So I mean, I don't think it's really going to deter many people. In all honesty, I don't know. Uh, It it seems as though it would be more annoying for new people to not fully be able to access the game, like right away. Yeah, I think that this is a huge negative. I've seen Weth say in the past that the stuff that they so when they were talking about, um, you know, like adding in like the requirements to uh, like wield an anti-dragon shield and like just all that anti-cheat stuff, um, Weth kind of said that it's not going to stop them or anything like like that. It will just slow down the process that it takes for them to start doing the cheating that they're doing. And I feel like that's especially with given the free to play stuff that it's that's more negative on the real players um you know if i'm a new player like obviously i know that their target audience is people that have played it before and they're trying to get them to come back to it even if it's that kind of player or someone that's brand new to um runescape 
putting that kind of restriction on a new player, that's that's going to be the easiest way to lose them. Uh, I do, I, okay, to go against what's already been said, I think it's good. and I, I, If I recall correctly, it's actually Weth who's, who's the one who pushed this through. Um, I, I feel like there's no reason. Perhaps for, he's for developed a, a new system to where he can better detect people. Sorry to cut in. Go ahead. Maybe. I just feel like if you're a new new player, there's you're not really going to see a need to be trading or using the Grand Exchange um, until you've reached those requirements, at least. I just I don't see it as a negative, really. If, if it's going to help them to combat bots, then I'm all for it. Yeah, I agree. It It is annoying. I remember... I think it was just a couple of years ago. I made a little free to play account with one of my roommates just to PK and we couldn't, we couldn't buy anything. So we just quit. We literally gave up like five minutes in after leaving tutorial Island. There it is. But again, if it's my, I don't know. I think bots not having bots get their way is a little bit more important. But then again, it's not like I was too, it was it was more to just entertain my roommate, but I didn't really give a shit. I wanted to go play on my iron. Yeah, I, I think the intentions are good here, I mean, and, but unless the detection system has been updated or something, it really just seems prolong, prolonging the inevitable. I mean, even if they don't just uh, give Jagex their money, it, how long is it realistic, realistic? It takes 20 hours max to just bought and sit and chop trees or something. And then by that time, they can unload all of the, all of their stuff so oh actually so I, I didn't even realize um i'm hopping worlds on an alts uh they indeed do have a warning for hopping to a bounty hunter world worlds so and so is a bounty hunter worlds where the wilderness is more dangerous than on other worlds so that's you'll always be scold type thing all right cool anyways um yeah i'm i'm very much with randy here this is just gonna deter new players uh Again, yeah, their intentions might be good, and I certainly see at least one kind of bot that will be basically eliminated, which were you know designed to be disposable, not very good at all, but you know it's better than nothing. You know stuff like buying and then selling like feather packs or like filling vials or buckets at the fountains, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I I don't really like this change. I don't have a ton to say on it though. Okay. And well, also, yeah, I don't know how effective it'll be, anyways. Like, you can bot the questing and the total levels very quickly, so you can literally just make a, an account and just keep it logged in for all that playtime, and it'll be like it's not even a thing. Yeah. And so the RuneScape merch store updated with a new range of phone covers with skill capes. Uh, so let me uh, give the link here. Do you guys like any of the stuff that they uh, have added in here? Would you can ever consider buying one? What are your thoughts just on the merch store? Uh, I don't. I'm looking at it now. I. I 
but I was just thinking, I don't remember really saying anything that's too nifty. I, I don't remember exactly what the new stuff is. Like, obviously, there's the, the phone, the scale phone case. I don't remember what all other stuff might be new. I really don't care for the, the phone case at all. The only things that are somewhat tempting are, like, the, the fancy socks and <laughs> another that. shirt that I already have. Actually, I don't think they have the just old, the RuneScape logo shirt before, so I guess that's something. But I have, like, um, a shirt. There was some community artists. I think it was Atlas was the name. Either of the person or the piece was called Atlas. It was, like, a little chibi thing holding up, like, the world or whatever. What is RuneScape stuff? But, no, nothing really new is tempting at all. I think some of the stuff in here is quite cute. The phone cases are quite cute. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy any of this stuff. I don't think I'm not but that's just because <laughs> You're I'm, not brave enough. No, I, it's because I'm not really like a merch guy. Uh, like I'm really into some bands, but I still wouldn't buy band merch. Not uh, okay, that's just because I'm not really just into that. I'm, I wear very plain things. My phone case. Oh wow, holy shit, they have a razor phone too, Kate. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> what? In the RuneScape store? Um, yeah, like for the uh, the Slayer cape, they have a Razor Phone 2 soft case of a Slayer cape. Good on that. Oh, what in the oh the different sizes? I didn't see that. Yeah, this changes everything. I didn't yeah. see the mugs before. That's a nice mug. I mean, the good thing about this is that they're not just tacky things that they're creating out of like cheap plastic just for the sake of selling it. If you read the description, they're actually trying to make it a usable product as well. So yes, it's cute, but it's also good. It should be for the for thirteen pounds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's it's okay. And I know a, a bunch of people are really into the um, key rings. I've got someone in in my clan who buys every single key ring. Really? So yeah. The key ring completionist on top of Moonscape yeah. completionist. <laughs> yeah. I had someone DM me asking if I bought the limited edition golden DFS keychain because I guess maybe there's some sort of market for that because they only made <laughs> an aftermarket. Yeah. Jeez. God bless them. The answer is no, so don't slide in my DMs about that. Silly voice. <laughs> yeah, so scrolling through, I'm a big fan of Bob's Brilliant Axe hoodie. But I'm not that thing's it. fucking expensive. I'm not, I, was just, I was just gonna Wait, say, I'm not spending $65 on it. What Plus is shipping. It's, you're probably gonna like, <laughs> like 80 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's 85 Canadian on my end. <laughs> I'll say something that looks nice is the uh, the varsity jacket if they just got rid of the Iron Man helm yeah, and maybe yeah, made that. it a little more subtle. Like just keep the logo on the front. I'd maybe get that. Yeah, oh, yeah so the Iron Man helm is so big on that. Yeah, it's, it's huge. By the way, deserved. <laughs> they gotta let everyone know. You know, Sebe, would you get that uh, varsity jacket? I'm actually not looking at it, but I think I can imagine it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it and, uh, doesn't look enough. bad. It really doesn't. That's funny a enough. that's way better than the hoodie. That's you know, twelve bucks more. I, I don't really get their pricing on some of this stuff. Yeah. I, uh... My girlfriend actually bought me the tea mug for Christmas, so I, I drink my coffee out of that every morning. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. But what yeah, kind of that's, tea? that's the only thing I own. And uh, I, like I said, the Bob's thing is cool, but I'm not spending $65 on it. What kind of tea are you drinking, Fry? 
Oh, I'm drinking coffee out of it. I'm I'm uh, I'm not a real boy. Oh. Oh. No, right. right. I said boy. Oh. <laughs> All right. I I wouldn't get anything from here. I think that with how big of a company they are, and with how much potential there is with this, that it's it's incredibly underwhelming what their merch store is like. I do appreciate though the um like adding in the skills. So the cases that you can get, uh, it's like pretty much any iPhone six through iPhone eleven, just any of those cases. And you got like a bunch of Samsung phones, like, and then I don't even know what this is. Huawei P twenty Hawaii. Huawei is a little bit big. I don't know mm. how big, but I know some people have. It's a P20. And then just at the bottom, the Razer phone, too. God bless them. Best phone out there, by the way. Mm-hmm. Now nah, they, they need the to. Where's the appeal for cosplayers? Where's the real life fire cape? Yeah. True. Like, now, now you're dude, talking. Yeah. If, they, if they added one of those and charged like 200 bucks, people would buy that. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. There's. There's just so much that they could do that they're not taking advantage of. A lot of lot of people out there uh, doing like three D printing and selling, you know, like figures and shit like that. And yeah, I've seen that. Huge, fu- huge market for that. Like some sort of thing like that for for a charity event once. I don't remember which it was, but there was like the Chinchampas and like the mod signed it and stuff. Chinchampa plushie, come on! Oh yeah, dude. If there's oh, a plushie, oh fuck. That I'm on would a bird plushie right now. That, that up. a chinchampa plushie would fucking kill in oh, sales. Just make sure to ask for your cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, my uh, my review of the merch area. I think the some of the items are just like like we've like you guys have already mentioned it a lot. What I was gonna say like usual but uh <laughs> some of the items are just kind of i don't know anyone who wears a pin anyways besides like a poppy for remembrance day but like connection lost pin badge throw that in the garbage <laughs> uh, <laughs> 55 canadian dollars for a vinyl record of the old school soundtracks like who is listening to vinyl records in 2020 hey hey if sea shanty two's on there you're gonna go buy, you're, you're gonna go buy <laughs> just for sea shanty two i'll put that on youtube let's see where is uh oh it, show, it shows the track list sea shanty two is on disc one side b if it doesn't way. have all like 600 old school tracks oh it doesn't it, uh there's 24 songs on here disgusting it's probably more of like a collectible thing. They, I expect they they want people to hang it up on a wall or something rather than yeah. actually. Now, I'm looking forward to a DJ popping that out, putting that during a set. <laughs> Playing all time hits. I just think they're like the Iron Man jacket. That actually looks kind of jokes. I feel like they should just go full on like sell an Iron Man helmet on there. <laughs> That and that—that's a good—that's an idea. That's a thousand-dollar idea there. The thing on the back is literally the size of my head, so <laughs> you might as well just like put it on your head at that point. Yeah. So I don't know. Some of them. I mean, I personally wouldn't buy any of them if I were to buy something. That cup of tea is actually kind of jokes. 
where it says drink cup of tea, like the uh, examine option on the mug itself. And then, and then you like the, ba- the and then you like the backside. Ah, nothing yeah. like a nice cup of tea. That's like actually that that's jokes. I think some of the things would be good, like in your own home, like the uh, desk mat or the cups. I'm not too sure if I want to wear like Catherby across my chest on a t-shirt. Catherby on my chest. Yeah. Oh damn! I didn't know that that map um is actually like that has Zay on it. I I thought that that was a uh, RS three like I. I just assumed it was RS3. It does uh, have some RS3. Like, it has Soul Wars, it has the Lost Grove. It doesn't it, have the new area. Well, from another new area. This is a somewhat old map. But yes, it has there. Hmm. Okay. Oh, it has Ashdale. Oh, what the fuck? You see, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post this uh, screenshot here uh, in the Twitch chat. I'm looking at the, uh, like, the images that they have for this. And they are showing off the uh, like the map uh, desk mat, and one of the images that they have on here is some fucker playing not RuneScape on the computer. Like this seems like an F minus in marketing here. I mean, that's like, RS three. Is that no way? Looks like he's shooting a gun. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like a first, it's a crossbow. Like a third person shooter. Yeah. What? It looks like it looks like it's in God Wars two. Disgusting. <laughs> you can see the bones in the bottom right of the screen there. Yeah. Looks like a Fortnite kinda a little bit. It really does not look Yo, like shout a... out to that Travis Scott concert though. See, then then how could you pot like ugh ugh Item ruined. Give me the loot. Alright, let's move on to uh some submitted topics that we had. And uh, one of the ones uh, that we had was with the current state of the game in terms of shift drop, shift empty pouches, menu entry swapper. Do you think Jagex would ever officially uh, lift the ban on AHK? And do you think they should? Okay, well, I'm glad I'm first because uh, I'm sure everyone is going to disagree with me. But uh, I do not think AHK should come back. Um, I don't think that I think that people who still use AHK now are babies and haven't given mouse keys uh, a real chance. Um, when AHK got back, I was very into AHK when it was allowed. Um, and when it got banned, I stopped using it immediately and went over to mouse keys. It takes about 15 minutes to set up properly. And then once you've done that, it that's for an intelligent person like yourself, though. You gotta realize the average IQ of a RuneScape player is at least most. It it does require a lot of setup, and I can understand why people don't want to do it because AHK is so much more user friendly. But if they've said AHK isn't allowed, I don't see an excuse why anyone should be using it just because they think it should be allowed. Mouse keys does everything you could expect AHK to do within old school RuneScape. There's no reason for it to come back. I don't think it would come back. Now, like, my own personal thoughts, like, I like HK just in terms of, like, the customizability of the multiple drop-down distances. That's, like, pretty much the main reason why I use it. And, and yes, I used it after the ban. Um, but I feel like now, with all this stuff, they would just say, see, you don't need it. We can do everything without it. We're not bringing it back. That's kind of how I see it going down. 
<laughs> hey, Arp, Arp in the chat there, D says, mouse keys were too hard to set up. It took him two hours to set it up, and all he got was a permanently ruined keypad. Never got it working again. <laughs> uh, Aubrey's well, got a pretty good guide out for, for mouse keys. It, it doesn't cover absolutely everything. I, was I mean, thinking it, about it works for Windows 7. And Windows 10, it was really funky to set up because on 7, you can just tap a key and it just does it one time. But if you on Windows 10, it has it gets called very quickly. So you can't just do a one. It scrolls way, <laughs> it scrolls way the heck. You have, to, you have to turn on key weights or not key weight or whatever. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, I know what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. You That's a glitch though. It... it it doesn't happen all the time. I've got it working in Windows 10 now. Oh, may maybe that is the case, but at least the thing that I'm thinking of, it did work as a solution to that problem. And then also the thing that's really silly that I don't like. Uh, well, I mean, whatever. Uh, I had to get sharp keys to yeah have it how I wanted it with remapping. If you've got like a, a keyboard that comes with its own software, you can use that yeah, I, I instead. Yeah, I have a fan. I have like a fifteen dollar keyboard. Fair enough. Bring out Jagex keys. When are Jagex keys coming? What kind of keyboard is it that you have? Uh, Insignia. It's like a hard cap membrane. Okay. Yep. But no, I remember we talked about that before. Uh, any of the shift drop, all that stuff. we talked about Jagex keys, like just customizable stuff in game but that obviously never came sorry go ahead no you're good you're good uh, i mean obviously jagex keys would be ideal but um with all the stuff they've put into the game to try and uh i don't want to say com combat what ahk did but uh use or get close to what ahk did for people i don't see them ever putting it in uh i i did use it after the ban it took me a while to switch over to mouse keys but you know we're here now so uh yeah I've only ever used HK, I guess, one-to-one, -one. so seeing these things that they're allowing, I guess, on RuneLate, it's it's more overpowered than I... Oh, no, it's not even all through RuneLate. Most of it's just normal in-game. Oh, I wouldn't know that, because RuneLate is normal game for me, so... <laughs> True. The, uh, so, yeah, I mean, now it feels like it's just becoming easier and easier. I think this is, I guess, yeah, like Jay Fry was saying, it's their way of combating AHK, so I don't think you really need to take the ban off of AHK, because quite frankly, I mean, the ban from AHK, there wasn't really anything that changed. I mean, the people that were AHKing, majority of them anyways, still AHK and get away with it daily, so. Dan, was that your dog? No, that's mine. Okay. Uh, took it took him uh, to uh, obedience uh, training the evaluation a couple days ago. Actually, what's the verdict, good boy? Uh, verdict is he needs uh, about eight weeks of training. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm a manual gamer. I don't use mouse keys or AHK. I've just done everything with my mouse and. Um, with the like recent updates they have with Runelight and with uh, just kind of like the new bank interface where you can do everything in your bank basically without leaving. Um, I actually think it's a great uh, update. I know a lot of people just 
like the old school feel of everything. But I think it's actually great. It kind of streamlines a few different aspects. But I've always been more into like improving my clicks rather than just letting a program just do everything for me. And I understand I'm not going for 200 mil anything where it's literally would break your wrist. But uh, I really enjoy just the manual game. And I, I love the direction they're taking it where they're actually simplifying things without it. I like, yeah, it looks OP, but it's not any more OP than AHK would be normally, but that we've had for years. And it kind of gives manual gamers um, a, like a level playing field, I'd say. So I like it. And I don't think they'll ever lift the ban. That was the question. Yeah, I don't think they ever will. Um, I also don't think that they ever should because the way, like, if they were to officially announce that, like, I'd imagine that people would start going wild with it. And with at least with how it is now, uh, you know, it's in, an, it's in a place where they've kind of made their point pretty clear that because, like, mainly the reason why they uh, did that change is because they were sick and tired of people getting banned for using AHK and then unbanning them for that. So pretty much set up to where if you get banned for it, you know, they they have that as their excuses. So that's why you're not banned. I think it's fine uh, remaining as is. I think people would abuse it even more now that, like, they've said, oh, we were taking it away because people were abusing it. And so people would just look into it and it's like, oh, I can abuse it like that? But you say it's allowed? But you're trusting me? Yeah, surely there'd be a lot more uh, stuff that would come yeah. up now. It was very localized before. People that knew how to use it in, well, in either way were using it, but it wasn't super, super widely known. But now that you say that it can be abused, it will. All right. One of the other um, submitted topics that we had was, do you think they should update rune crafting to have all the altars have no delay in between crafting runes, similarly to how lavas are? So admittedly, I have not done a lot of craft. I got my 99 and I'm hanging out at level 13.8. But this was something that's always confused me as to why that, that altar did didn't have a delay, but every other one did. Um, I felt like it should either, I feel like it should be either one way or the other, probably leaning towards a, a delay on all of them. But, uh, yeah. So, the thing is, it's not specifically the Ultra that has the delay for Lavas. It's combination runes? Yeah, it's combination uh, runes that have okay. no added delay. And, although, funnily the global delay for rune is five ticks, but on the Orania altar, it's four ticks, so that's weird. But uh, yes, I'm a huge fan of this. This would make it wouldn't quite make RC great, but it would make it better. So yes, yes. This is me. Yes, it is me. Um, I don't see a problem. I mean, for 200 mil guys that are doing lavas, it still would be. Correct me if I'm wrong. Lavas would it still be, anything. yeah, way better, anyways. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. So sure, why not? <laughs> I think, 
I think it's an amazing update. I really, yeah, brother. like not only is like lava room crafting the most satisfying thing when you get the one tick into the one tick telly right after, like the you know the craft craft telly within two ticks, but um, me being a Iron Man having Same. to like, yeah. I mean. You know, I, 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 <laughs> did you? Oh, Dan, did you say say it? I was waiting for him. I was <laughs> by the way, Iron Man. By the way, oh shit. No, um, I, I like the occasional abyss rune crafting for you know my six k death runes an hour. It's kind of nice. Feeds the um, the old trident. Yeah, that, was, that makes me think of Palpatine. Do it. <laughs> yeah. No, but honestly, I think that would make. Abyss rune crafting, just honestly, any form of rune crafting. I don't do ZMI or anything, but just the the fact that not only do you get to one tick the pouch, but you get to do it three times like in a row because lavas, I believe, you just just do it twice. But with um, abyss, I think it's three times, three crafts. So if you could do it all within a tick, so it would be like craft, 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 peace out within three ticks. You know, that would be glorious and you know faster xp and runes of course yep not just because it feels nice but it would feel nice oh, yeah. yeah why not do it <laughs> why not why not yeah all right um one of the next uh submitted questions was any plans on putting out new admissions for general and uh to be the answer that is to be discussed at a future gen meeting. Um, and kind of for everyone here is what has uh, everyone been up to during the podcast and what is everyone's goals? Oh, uh, I've been crafting all of my gems. Just I've gotten a lot of gems in the past couple of weeks. So that's what I've been doing during the podcast. I will be going back to Lava Dragons and Seracnus for the next probably three three to four weeks, trying to be the first Iron Man to a thousand elites. And in that time, do a bunch of hard clues and do a bunch of master clues. And then from there we'll I, I already have a plan of what I'm gonna do, but I'm not disclosing it yet. Just finalize exactly what I'm what I'm thinking of. But that's my current goal to be the first Iron Man to uh, a thousand elites, and then I can kind of diverge from there. Yeah, I'm doing my uh, old reliable Rune Two H Smith and Rune Dragons. I uh, actually during this podcast passed 195 mil Smith, so racking Eight. that up this week. Nice. Went on to some fat thieving gains. From what? Fat thieving gains. Nice. Good old gem boys. You got a. Uh, uh... Uh, foot pedal. Oh, we're ready to go. Yep. <laughs> cool. You got uh, an actual foot pedal or just a cheap keyboard? Not a cheap keyboard, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who I'm getting. <laughs> you could get like a serviceable uh, foot pedal for probably like 20 bucks. And um, I'd imagine it'd be far more comfortable and consistent. I think Amazon can considers that essential. Uh yeah, probably. I I ordered a uh phone cake. I um cracked my screen protector, uh not my actual screen, 
and I had to order a new protector. It said it wasn't going to be here until May 8th. Got here within four fucking days. Wow. Yeah. It was like a six, like six dollars for like a three pack. It was here. I'll take, I'll take a peek at that then, yeah. Yeah. Amazon's still on their game, man. They ain't playing. Uh, but I've been doing Volcanic Mine. Um, done about 15 mil XP here. Love the method. Uh, looking forward to continuing to do it. We'll be getting 30 mil XP uh, tomorrow. Crap. I've been doing Maybe Slayer. On a Calfight task right now. Um, goals. 100 mil runecrafting. And... Whoa. I don't know if I should keep it at 100 mil or just say 200 mil. But we'll go 200 mil Slayer and 100 mil RC are the main ones at the moment. For the near future. Get up, Danny, if you're looking to run us. Lab right. experienced only. Uh, I'm I'm looking to hire a runner soon. I don't care if you're a beginner. I'll pay you cheap if you are. Nice. You'll be compen you'll be compensated fairly for your skill. <laughs> right. So pretty much for the past month about I've just been at Redwoods. I'm at like an eleven mil month so far, like a four point five week just passed. I'm gaming hard, you know. Uh, playing the new Ori game. That's like going. sixty hours, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, something like That's that. That's fucking game. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've been playing the new Ori game, but obviously during this podcast, I'm not going to be doing that, so I broke the alts back out, which they ran out of membership. I have to, I have to rebond them, because oh, no. I, I hadn't played them for like a month, at least. So, but yeah, so just Redwood and alts for right now. But plans, uh, I'm just kind of taking it as I, as it comes. I'm not like rushing anything anymore, or just in general. Being a, I'm trying to be a happy gamer. Um, admittedly, a bit burnt at the moment. Not logged in right now, but uh, when I am logged in, I'm at the good old motherload mine. Um, would be doing redwoods, but uh, finished wood cutting, so because I've already done too many redwoods. Um. I do have quite a few goals at the moment. It's just a case of actually doing them. I need to save up for to get 99 construction, which I still haven't done. I've been planning to do that for a couple of years. Um, I'm saving up for 200 mil strength because I need to buy energy potions to do that on my limited build, by the way. And I also want to get the herb sack from Tithe Farm so that I can do herbivore. Yeah, that's it's way faster from Tithe than it was from Slayer. It takes like less than three hours to get now. I can't do Slayer on my account, so I've been waiting for it to yeah, come out. For yeah, that's, far. that's perfect. And also, man, you, you wouldn't have to be at Motherloads if there was incentive like a diary. Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So, um, real quick before we go, then, uh, everyone. Give a shout out to a random RuneScape friend and then your social media afterwards. I want to start off by giving a shout out to my good friend, Mr. Whiteside. He's a real cutie. He's over at Winter Todd. <laughs> trying to get that uh, Phoenix right now. He's coming up on 5k KC and he's at uh, 123 mil XP right now. Damn. 
And your social media? Oh, yeah, and uh, at JFryOSRS on Twitter. All right. Shout out, Vegeta. Welcome back. And um, Twitter, Randalicious You know, I, I actually talked to the guy who owns the uh, Twitter handle, Randalicious, uh, a couple weeks ago. This motherfucker, like, I, I asked him if I could buy it because, like, he only uses his Twitter to beg for stuff on the Cash App uh, giveaways. And I asked, name to shame. Uh, well, I asked him if he'd sell it to me, and I uh, offered him 50 bucks, and he said no. Uh, and then he, he said that he had been offered, like, like two to three hundred dollars in the past for it, and he turned that down. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, yeah. If, he ain't, like, if he's the type of person to be begging for money, he would have taken that. That's sus. And he hasn't, and like, like that's the he's only thing that more. that's the that's only it. thing that he's used it for in the last, you know, fucking like he went he went years without tweeting. And then now he starts back up, you know, a couple months ago. And now, like, here we go. Look, he he didn't have any tweets between February 13th of 2016 and then just March 21st, you know, five weeks ago. This motherfucker went 49 months without tweeting and he doesn't want to. Man, let me buy you and your girl a nice dinner and give me the Twitter handle. But he said that he's gotten offers for hundreds of dollars. Definitely has not. He's just trying to get you to raise your offer. Yeah. He some someone needs to pull a Zoidberg on it. Well <laughs> if you got like you if, if you got the, the pe- if you got the people, hit me up. <laughs> just like Hexus operation. Alright, go ahead, Art. Art. Um I'll shout out James C. From Totus, because uh, uh, he's helped me a lot. Solid dude. And uh, my Twitter handle is at Optastic. Big shout out to Enjoys on a 121 EHP week and a Gaming. 440 EHP month. Absolutely massive. And shout out to all GVG members and fans as well for fantasy. Um, social media at Hexus on Twitter and on Twitch, Dan underscore Gleesack. Shout out GE Challenge. That man came into my stream earlier today and taught me how a scythe works. Like, that shit's so confusing. When you start attacking a monster above a two by two, you don't know what you're swiping at when there's something like underneath the boss. And he taught me exactly what is happening with the scythe. So yeah, that w- that was a big like brain explosion moment today. So big shout out for just being a genius and just all of his cool methods. And yeah, my social media is at SaderRS on Twitter and at SayBebe on Twitch. Well, shout out to Safi Cawthon talketh that lad a lot he's always there he's a very nice lad shout outs mental health good stuff i uh, I, and, I send my volcanic mine reports to him god bless uh, and also i guess uh shout out sinferno funny uh some funny content and also been talking to, to her a little bit um 
And then socials, ever 238 underscore RS. I still hate that it's appended. I wish I could get the old handle back. Again, some Indian dude got it and I got banned. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then Twitch is just ever 238. Bless. When you say back, did you have it then before? I had it on an original account. I don't even remember what happened to it. Uh, I I really don't remember what happened to it. Hmm. But I think I did have it originally. Because like my current Twitter account, I don't think is the original one that I had. I don't think. Then some fucking Indian guy took it. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunate. Uh, so next Texas podcast, um, you know, look to have that. Uh, so, so two weeks from now is uh, Mother's Day. I don't know if uh, it's Mother's Day in the world or just Mother's Day in America. Um, but we have one. Maybe look for it. Um, it's either going to be like May 9th or like May 16th. Um, definitely not may 10th um but follow us on twitter at hexus for updates on what's going on with that and uh that will do it for the 78th hexus podcast thank you guys for tuning in god bless take care thanks everyone bye make gains hydrate